And welcome to SoCap's Moving at the Speed of Innovation podcast series. I'm your host, Marjorie Bynum, Vice President of Learning and Communications with SOCAP. And these podcasts are designed to address different issues, perspectives, and strategies on how innovation is shaping the customer care industry. And we've been talking to several different subject matter experts and brand leaders to get their perspectives and some of their game-changing ideas on how innovation is impacting the customer care industry um, and challenging companies to stay ahead of that innovation curve. So for today's podcast, I'm really pleased to welcome Johnny Russo, Associate Vice President of Digital Marketing and E-Commerce with Marks, which is one of the largest uh, brick-and-mortar retailers in Canada. So Johnny, welcome. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Thank you for being here. I'm excited to talk to you. Likewise. Let's just dive in. So before we get started, tell me a little bit about your role as uh, vice president in digital marketing and commerce. It sounds really, um, you know, really heavy, really impressive. But what what is your role? Tell us a little bit about your role as digital marketing and e-commerce. Sure. Yeah. So I work for for Marks, which uh, maybe for for people in the U.S. are, are not that familiar, but we, we're a, an apparel retailer in Canada, uh, one of the largest, and we have 385 uh, locations across Canada. Uh, so we sell industrial wear, casual apparel, workwear for for men and women. And what I do is essentially run uh, digital marketing and e-commerce uh, for for the business. Um, so anything from uh, how we run our media digitally to how we um, drive sales online and how we drive traffic to stores because um, we're, we're not just about e-commerce it's actually more about that omni-channel experience so that's my role in a nutshell but i essentially sometimes get out of the way and let my team do things <laughs> <laughs> well i was just in canada a week ago and you're right i saw marks everywhere i was in toronto and then i was in ottawa but I was in Toronto, I saw Marks a lot of places. So that's really interesting. Um, so well, let's talk about your role with respect to this whole topic and term innovation. So in your current role, as you talked about, what does the term innovation mean? I mean, a lot of people throw that term around, you know, in a lot of different contexts. But in your role at Marks, what does that term innovation mean to you in, in, at Marks? Yeah, it's funny, about a year and a half ago, or shortly after I started at, at Marks, I wrote a blog post, and it was called Innovation, the Great Divide, because it seems like it's a term that's been, been thrown around for 15, 20, 25 years, uh, probably started on the manufacturing side, and now has evolved into almost everything, right? We're all trying to be innovative. And for me, um, while innovation gets thrown around sometimes on the technology side, for me, it's a new way of doing things. So whether that's a company, um, you know, allowing, you know, back 10 years ago, social media, people, employees weren't allowed on social media sites, right? And then companies started opening that up and were like, you know what, we, we need to empower our employees. And they, yes, we, we'll give them some leeway they're allowed to be on social media sites. So just that new way of thinking, and that's, that's just a small example, but a new way of thinking can be innovative. And um, so... We, we talk about, you know, the Ubers of the world and the Facebook and, and Apple as, as being innovators, and they truly are, and those are, are tech companies. But there's also other companies that have done some really innovative things, and you look at uh, Burberry, for example, and, and some of the things that they've uh, created and, and thought of. And, you know, uh, a lot of that, that time, um, people, people, when we, we talk about iteration, they associate that with, with innovation. 
And it could be, it's not a wrong thing, but being a little different is not innovation. I really think that new thinking or a new way of thinking or doing, that's innovation to me. Yes, I agree that new idea and not a halfway part of it, but all the way new thinking, right? And, yeah. and I know that part of that new thinking, a lot of people also use the term disruption. So it's almost this new disruptive type of thinking that has a lot to do with how people think about innovation. So there's that disruption factor or disrupting, say, the traditional processes or to your term idea, traditional, you know, disrupting traditional ideas of how things should be done. So my next question then leading into that is, in light of how you defined innovation and this whole idea of kind of being a disruptor, how have you been a disruptor in your current role at Mark? Yeah, so, and, and I actually like that word disruption because it, it, it causes um, some fear sometimes. And I, and I think, but in a, in a good way. So, you know, when, right. when I came in, um, you always have these new ideas and new way of doing things. But it, it, you can't come in swing for the fences and expect that everyone is just going to bow down and say, yeah, that's a great idea. Let's do it. Especially, <laughs> you know, we're, we're a retailer that is going to be 40 years uh, in, in September. So we're celebrating our 40th anniversary in a couple of weeks. So clearly there's a lot of people that have been there uh, for, for a long time and, and things have been done a certain way. So when we talk about uh, disruption, um, yeah, we, we made people uncomfortable, uh, but in a good way. It was, it was challenging them to think differently. It was challenging them to be uh, a bit more unafraid to, you hear that overused term a lot, but to fail. Um, because before it was, you know, I always say, uh, I want my team to, to, to hit triples and, and home runs. And if they're always trying to hit singles, you're not going to get to your, your goals or it's going to take a long, long time. So I'm okay if they hit, you know, seven home runs and make three mistakes. I, I'm, <laughs> totally, I'm totally good with that. Um, so for, for me, disruption and, and how we're doing it at, at Marks, it's been pretty cool because we, we were um, empowered. I guess, you know, it, it took some, some selling, but we were empowered to, to double our team, uh, double our budgets uh, all within, within one year. And this is a traditional retailer that is trying to, to go into digital and we're, we're on this journey. So we're, we're not there, but that transformation is happening and we, we can see it happening. And one of the ways we, we've done that is um, I'm, I'm a firm believer in, in a book called The One Thing by Gary mm -hmm. Keller. Um, okay. Fantastic book. And it's about focus. It's about uh, doing that one thing, that that hardest thing in the day, getting that that, you know, done early. Uh, talking about the Pareto principle, the 80-20 rule. Um, so I, I've, I've instilled that into our team. And one of the things we did was was called success factors. And essentially, the team had to come to these meetings and outline um, mid to large projects that they were going to be responsible for. Whether it was the role or they had to you know, liaise with some other departments or some other people on the team, that was okay. But they had to lead that, that project. And we, we set a goal saying, you need to come up with 20 projects uh, over a six to 18 month span. Cause I think that's where, where the employees can um, not, you know, lose themselves. I think 20 projects was, it was a good goal. And we've right. been doing that and, and it's been really cool. Cause at first they were like, I don't, I don't know why we're, we're doing this. And then it became, it, it, they saw that, yeah, there was this empowerment happening and we were allowing them to, to try new things. And it wasn't, so they have their day-to-day -day role and they have their checking emails like everyone else. But then they have these projects now that their their name is tied to with a deadline and a timeline that they're held accountable to, and it was almost um, like allocating time to think, 
And yeah. we also have, um, so on our team, we have a, a couple of uh, front-end developers, call them webmasters, call them what you will. Um, but they're now, we're trialing with them, is, is you know that, that Google rule of like, there's a certain amount, like 20% on, on research. And they're literally taking uh, half a day a week now and thinking of new projects. What are those disruptors in the market? And one of the things that we're looking at really seriously for next year is uh, virtual reality. How can virtual reality and retailing and selling clothes online all come together? And so that's kind of the thing they're, they're, they're working on. And uh, one of the other things that we, we implemented, um, and remember, we're, we're a digital marketing and e-commerce team. Obviously, we, we're, we're in retail. Uh, we touch on technology. Um, we, we, we have meetings just like everyone else. But what we, what we started to do is now we had all these projects and it was a ton of projects. So we said, how are we going to do this without losing sight of milestones and accomplishments and goals and where we're at? And we actually implemented Scrum sessions. Uh, Scrum, so the definition of Scrum is essentially a framework for, for project management and it emphasizes teamwork, accountability, iterative progress or processes uh, toward goals. And uh, the three pillars of Scrum are transparency, inspection, and adaptation. And huh. yeah, so what we've done, and you'll find this in technology companies, you'll find this in agencies, for example, uh, you know, uh, development agencies use this all the time. And we said, you know what, we're, we're a digital team of a team. We all love technology. We have a ton of projects to, to do. And so we implemented Scrum sessions. So let's say we have a, a project and, and a good example is, you know, yesterday we, we launched a live, a live chat solution. And so to get that live chat solution up and running, we would have these scrum sessions. So every, okay. uh, so two or three times a week for 15 minutes, the team would get together. And this emanates for any new project now that we have um, that is larger than, you know, a, a click of a button, uh, we'll have these scrum sessions. And it's cool because it gets six, seven people in a room talking uh, about new ways of doing things or improving on the previous session that we've had. And so that's just a, a bit of a disruption that we've, we've introduced into a traditional retailer. And, you know, you talk to, to a bunch of marketing teams and you don't really hear the term scrum session often. And um, I know there's people in the industry that I've talked to and they said, you know what, let us know how this goes because we, we may be stealing that idea. And I'm like, believe me, you'll be the first to know. So we, we've done this for about <laughs> two months now. Yeah, it, it's, been, uh, it's been pretty cool. Oh, that's awesome. Well, there was a lot in what you said I picked up. So I love the whole success factors that you talked about where it was empowering your team to take ownership, if you will, for helping to drive innovative, as you mentioned, disruptive thinking and love the idea of this virtual reality um, uh, and retail approach that you're going to be launching. So I know for those of you who are going to be are listening, Johnny is going to be a keynote speaker at our annual conference in October. So I'm not going to ask you more about that, Johnny, because I want to save that nugget for the in-person <laughs> annual conference. But I have put a star by that. But your the examples you shared were really great in terms of what you're doing because it feels like not only are you being innovative um, internally within the org your organization, but that will then manifest itself clearly externally to your customer. So, you know, I think that's the ideal, right? Where you're empowering your team to really help drive that, that innovation. Absolutely. And, and I've told my team already in, in 2018, we're going to hear a lot about the term customer experience because we, we've had this process of, you know, getting, getting, we had to build trust in the, in the company 
they gave us that trust, they gave us a bit of leash, we hired a team, we got more budget, and then we, 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 we got buy-in from, from our, our employees um, to, to, to buy into that vision. And all, at the end of this, it's yeah, to satisfy customer needs. So customer experience is gonna be a lot of what we're talking about next year. Awesome, well you kind of answer my next question, which is you know, one way that you're with Marks is embracing innovation to enhance the customer experience. I think you've laid out for us what you're, you know, kind of a roadmap, if you will, of how you're planning and you are doing it now and will continue to do that in 2018 in terms of just enhancing and taking that customer experience to the next level for Mark. Is that, is that fair? Is that a fair uh, summary there? Very fair. And doing it across channels. So not, not just thinking online, but how this impacts in store, how this impacts social media, how this impacts uh, customers that are in store on their mobile potentially looking at competitors even within our within our um, our retailer set. So absolutely. Absolutely. That's fantastic. Well, fantastic. Well, Johnny, thank you so much for spending some time with us today on our Moving at the Speed of Innovation podcast series. Any final thoughts you want to share with our, our, our listeners? I am super excited to, to meet everyone um, in San Diego in October. So I can't wait. And, you know, even after the session, I'd love to to chat with you guys one-on-one -on -one or three-on-one or whatever you guys want to do. I, I'd love to, because I, I think there's a lot of uh, stuff that, that people can uh, implement and will get out of my session, or at least I hope they do. And uh, so I'm super excited to share that. Well, we are excited to have you and also continuing this conversation. So thank you so much. And we're pleased to have Johnny Russo, Associate Vice President of Digital Marketing and E-Commerce with Mark. Johnny, thank you so much for your time. Thank you.